This is the Chris Poppy Chulo Miller podcast. I am Chris Poppy Chulo Miller. Now, a lot of you dudes be claiming that you get girls, so I bought a real pimp on here to put y'all on game. The pimp is actually my uncle, Uncle Al Capone. I know some of you probably wondering about the Capone, so he touches on that. He explains the differences between a player, a Mac, and a pimp, and how he actually got into pimping. Incredible story, by the way, so you gotta hear that. We also talk about the first time I ever saw Jay-Z in person. My first time ever losing a one-on-one basketball game. If you know me, you know I hate to lose, so you gotta hear that story. (laughs) In addition, if you supported me back when I only had the YouTube channel, then you probably remember when I created a YouTube video about who's the GOAT between Lil Wayne and Jay-Z. Well, I brought Razor Reezy on here, aka my uncle, Uncle Will, so we could discuss this. We gotta settle this. See, man? This is the reason why your girl tapping into my podcast. I'm the most consistent. I got the realest stories and my interviews are hotter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm going to stop talking. Get your popcorn ready, man. This is episode 11 of the Chris Poppy Chula Miller podcast. Yo, I got my mother's older brother and my mother's younger brother on here with me. Uncle Al, a.k.a. Capone and Uncle Will, a.k.a. Juice Royal. Raise a reason, what up, what up, what up. whatever you want to, whatever you know these guys as. <laughs> they got so many names. What up? Say what up. We here, nephew. We here. <laughs> hey, how y'all two holding? How y'all holding? Hey, stuck in the house, but what can you do? How that COVID like? I mean, it's still good. It's still good. I mean, we doing the best we can in the situation. Yeah, true, true, true. Now, why have you guys had so many self-imposed nicknames throughout the years? Uncle Will, I just named like 10 of them for you. Uncle Al, I know before growing up, in my childhood, you had like seven. (laughs) What's up with all these self-imposed nicknames? Anything special for them? Well, I'll go first since I'm the oldest. Every job, you know, you might have to change your your nickname because you might not want the previous job to know your past history. No, that's a fact. Well, for me, it was different. Like, okay, so when you, when I was in uh, uh, middle school, I had the one nickname, but then when I go to high school, they named you something totally different. So I had I, I had one nickname. They used to call me Smooth when I used to play basketball. I didn't put that on me. They put that on me. So I just started using it. But then when I went to the next level, the name changed. Word, word, word. Cause- well, I didn't have it that smooth, um, nephew. So, you know, growing up for me was a little different. So, coming up, <laughs> let's say junior high school, it was a whole bunch of five percenters that everybody had God name. Yeah. So, you know, you got to have a God name, A Supreme, you know, top bend. Yeah. So, then in high school, you know, you, you switch it up a little bit. I wasn't the best dude in the world. So, you know, they start calling me Capone because we'd, we'd get in trouble, but everybody else get caught except me. They were like, well, why why Alan get caught? Al Capone? <laughs> yeah, Al Capone ain't get caught. Yo, a little swimming in them dudes. So. I, I always wonder I always wonder why you went by Capone. Of course, of the reference of Al Capone, everybody go off Al Capone, uh, Capone because of Al Capone, but I always wondered why you went off of Capone. No, they used to call me Al. They never called me Alan. I hated that name. Everybody <laughs> called me Al. They'd be like, who? Uh, Al Capone? Al Capone? Al Capone, they, then it just stuck. Nah, that's hard. You making noise and you respected in the streets, huh? Yeah, 
Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But so I was always a little dude. So they they used to like yo. They like the way I carry myself, even though I was like a hundred pounds soaking wet. <laughs> I, I didn't play. I didn't play a lot of games. I, I'm not a big, big smiler, big kiki, laughing type of dude. That ain't me. Yeah. They, they, they was like, yo, this little dude is a little, little crazy, a little off the chain. Yeah, because even growing up, you was always serious. You always had the serious face. Right, Uncle? I see you smiling. He always had the serious face, right? <laughs> That's a fact. <laughs> I'm, I'm still a serious dude, but you know, with the kids and stuff. I don't mind kicking, but I ain't kicking with no grown ass man. Yeah. I might kick with a chick on a late night, you know, not even that much. Yeah. <laughs> if you with a chick, what kind of kicking is it that you're doing with her? Like, I, I might tell a joke or she might think um, something's funny, but that's the extent of that. We ain't doing too much kicking. I ain't no kiki type of nigga. You're just a real dude, real dude. Uncle Will, what's up with you, man? How how you get, like, I know you said smooth and everything like that, but now you go, you're older now. You go about Razor Reezy now. Where'd that come from? What does that even mean? Ah, that's a good question. So, they was calling me Razor because I do, you know, I'm a barber by profession, so I got the nickname The Razor in my barbershop because that's what, that's what I specialized in. Everybody got their little specialty. Some dudes... They nice with the T outliner. Some dudes nice with the fade clippers. I'm nice with the razor, so they just started calling me the razor. And then my uh, my stage name was Reezy for the music. So too many people were going by Reezy though. There was too many people taking that name. Yeah. So I just took my barber name and my stage name and put them together. And now you can search Razor Reezy, you won't find a, a whole bunch of guys with that name. It's only gonna be me. My yeah. whole catalog pop up that. Yeah. That makes sense. That makes sense. I never thought of that barber aspect. I, of course, I know you two as barbers. Speaking of barber, I need a lineup. One of y'all need to come give me, give me right. No, I don't need no haircut. I got the, I got the curls for the girls right now. I just need the, I just need the lineup. Don't, don't, don't act up. Even with the little gray spot left. They still coming. Hey, I like when the girls play in my head, though, so I gotta keep it long. You feel me? But listen, me, me too, and that's why I used to get my hair braided all the time. I like girls to braid my hair. Yeah. But if it's short and they rub it, I like it. So it don't make, make a difference. If it's a Caesar and they rub it, it feel good. If it's long and they rub it, it still feels good. Nah, see, with me, if I got the dark Caesar, man, if I got the wave spinning in the 360s, I don't like nobody touching my head. Nobody touching my head. I don't care who you is. Don't touch my head. But if I got the curls, yeah, go ahead and play with my head, shorty. Oh, uh, you you like your cousin. You like your cousin. Who, Jalen? Yo, Mark don't, Marcus don't like nobody touching his head. I don't care who you is. You can be the baddest chick on the, Beyonce can't touch his head. Like, yeah. Touch yeah, if head. a girl go up to touch my waves, I move out the way or I move her hand down. I, I don't mess with that. But the curves, yeah, you got it, Shady. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, that's why I had to lock it up so I don't have to care about it. Just do you. That's why you ended up locking up your jump? Yeah, because I'm meticulous about uh, you know, when I'm grooming, I want my shit to be fresh all the time. Yeah. But it gets tiring because I'm the only one who I trust to cut my own hair. And yeah. For a I let I let him cut it any day, but like, how often is that gonna be? So yeah. I said, you know what? Let me try a style that that you don't have to work hard to maintain. 
Yeah, that's why I'm kind of woofing out the shape up now because my barber, he was trying to, he tried to get buck on me. I had to let him, I had to sit him down real quick. But, um, yeah, so, I, and I don't trust too many people with my shape up because I got a small forehead. So, people be, like, messing up my eyebrow. So, I got to get a good barber, get me right. But, look, now, y'all from Brooklyn, right? Uncle Will, I hope this isn't the same case, right? Your, your childhood is in Brooklyn. You know people like Lil' Kim junior mafia and all of them but look uncle l i know you saw us debating me and uncle will debating i made a youtube video about this right but this man this man said that lil wayne is the goat over hove i know you don't feel that same way uncle will well well listen you gotta understand he's younger than me <laughs> so me and hove is about the same age and him and lil wayne is close to that age so he goes over his pitch but I'm not even either one of the agents. I know, I know. Hope is the goat over Lil Wayne. <laughs> that's, what I, that's what I would think. But your uncle was a little different. Hey, hey, look, Lil Wayne went to art. Look, Lil Wayne went to art school. He not even rapping about what he. He not even doing what he rapping about. He went to art school. He tell you that in fire, man. <laughs> now, I'm gonna tell y'all what happened. But he looked like he went to art school. <laughs> he looked like it. Look, so me, me, me and Jay look like we don't look alike as talk. I'm talking about appearance. Yeah. But we were dressed alike. We're not wearing tight jeans. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We still gonna wear the jewelry. That's just us. Yeah. Growing up from Brooklyn from the project. Yeah. Now, little Wayne looked like an art major with all them tats <laughs> all over his face and all that crazy weird shit. That's an art major. That's what art majors look like. <laughs> He like a square, like a widow. <laughs> he looked like he went to an art Hey, he going at your man's right now, Uncle Will. In my defense, in my defense, I am a little Wayne fan. I'm getting twisted. I'm a little Wayne fan, but I had to take the side of little Wayne in the in the debate of whether Wayne was to go over Hope because there ain't nothing. There's no nothing to discuss if we both agree that Hope was to go. So I had to put I had to put my bed in for little Wayne on that one. All right, so you so you agreeing that Hove is better than Lil Wayne now? No, I still wouldn't say that. I still wouldn't say that um, Hove is better than Lil Wayne. Oh, Uncle Al, he's he's still drunk. He drunk or he no, sleep? He drunk from his birthday or he sleep? I feel like I'm the goat. I just haven't been discovered by the by the mass of listeners, but I feel like I'm the goat. So I don't want to put either one of them in that spot. Word, you should. So, so, so nephew, nephew, he don't know the definition of goat. He can't. That's, I know the definition. He I know can't. The definition to go, but see, I got. I still have time to show the world my greatness. So you know, it's not over yet. So you can't. You can't, you can't be showing the world your greatness if you the goat. The goat is great already. No, listen. The the goat is the greatest of all time, but. He didn't start out great. He had to take a couple losses before he went out. Right. There. So listen. So people beneath him supposed to supposed to play their position. So Little Wayne supposed to play his position. He he can't. He won't even say that he to go over over Jay Z. He would never say that. He be, right. Just like because playing himself. Just because somebody is great right now, don't make them the greatest of all time. Though that's what I'm saying. No. At at this point in time, you're the greatest of all time. Okay. How you come to go over me and I'm older than you? You can't. You gotta wait your turn. I'm the goat in this family, nigga. Me. That's. <laughs> well, well, look. You had a. Well, you well, I can understand that in those terms, but when we talking about like musically, I feel like you know they have a platform that I have yet to I haven't tapped into yet. If I was on the same platform, 
I feel like I'm going to do my thing a hundred times better than what they what they put in. That's why I no, feel but, like that. No, but you got to like, like LeBron, LeBron James, right? LeBron James records and achievements achievements are more than Michael Jordan's, right? They more. He broke more records and but how can he be the goat? You can't be the goat. You still playing. You're not the goat. Mike is the goat. Maybe when he's finished, maybe one day he can be the goat. But he can't be the goat right now. Sit back, yeah. relax. That's a good. Yeah, that's a good argument. That's a good argument. You got to wait till his career's done to see what his. Yeah, you that's can't true. Be the Why are you in the mix? You're not the goat yet. You ain't doing it. I could feel that. So that's, that's the definition that. of the goat. Like yo, so we gonna say um, Julius Irvin is a goat. Not that he got the best achievement, but the shit he did, nigga, you can't deny that shit. You can't. He played in two right, different leagues. Right. That nigga's the GOAT forever. And nobody's going to disrespect nah, you're not him. wrong because I, I just told a nigga that about AI maybe two days ago. I'm like, you know, that nigga oh, AI is going to change the game of basketball forever. Like, <laughs> Listen, AI is one of my favorite players in the NBA forever. I'm not saying he's the best. But for what he brought to the pound game, for pound, he is. He, pound for pound, he uh, is the best. Pound for pound, he is oh, the no, best. No, pound for pound, definitely. Like before, before um, Steph Curry was ever thought about, the smallest nigga to do what he did ever was him. Nobody his size ever did what he did. Nobody. Facts. He's like five eleven. Right. Nobody his size ever did what he did. And wait, when he was doing it, remember it was different. So going to the hole at his size, he was getting attacked. Your ass beat. Yeah. And you get, and you do it again. Yeah. And again. And again, yo, he got to get the ultimate prop. Like, if I would have been in that league, me, not saying I'm pussy or nothing, but I'm shooting jump shots. You're not going to keep beating my ass. You're not going to keep beating my ass. I'm taking jump shots. That nigga get all the praise for me. That nigga go to the hole with Shaq. That nigga go to the hole with whoever. He don't give a damn. And bang it on him. That's why you ain't play sports for real? You ain't like the contact? No, no, so I, I boxed, I played basketball, but yeah, I'm, I'm not with all that. Um, I thought there's easier ways to make money. I ain't never seen you pick a bull. I ain't never seen you pick up a bull. Great coach. I ain't never seen you pick up a bull. Where you think I got it from? Where you think I got it from? What is that? Nephew, I got championship rings, so don't don't get it twisted. I've seen Uncle pick up a bull, though. I ain't never seen you pick up a bull. <laughs> let me open it. Yes, you did. When? Yes, you did. When? Because we used to ball right there on Pacific Street on that fence. Alan used we to get out there yeah. sometimes. You I used to play a serious game. I used to play. I ain't never seen him. Hey, hey, y'all remember when I hit the Harlem Shake on that dude? <laughs> 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 hey, Uncle Al, you remember when I hit the Harlem Shake on that dude on your block? Yeah. I remember <laughs> that. I remember that. Hey. I think, I think you had on the AI jersey and all that. No, I ain't had no AI jersey. I ain't playing no jerseys. I don't know what, what you did. That AI jersey that day. That might have been me. <laughs> <laughs> Uncle Al be trying to front because I say he don't play ball. Now he don't remember me. He don't remember me on this block. But look, Uncle Uncle Will. No, no, listen. I'm a little old, so and, and I ain't smoke no weed today. So I don't remember too much. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I used to kill everybody on your block. There was one dude that you had me play that beat me, but. Other than that, that was my first loss too. Oh, yeah, well, well. That was my first loss. I took him around Marky Way. So, and wait, the guy was smaller than him too. But it was my man, 
was my man's son and my man's a coach. So he was like, yo, I'm about to play ball for my school. And I'm like, yo, I'm not ready, son. Like they play ball out here for real. He was like, nah, I'm ready, I'm ready. I'm like, all right, I'm gonna let you play him. <laughs> <laughs> yo, Chris wanted to cry. Chris was like, yo, cause the little nigga nice. Nigga was nice. Yeah, he beat me so like. Made him feel better. He, I, I, t- I took him to the other park, let the big dude play, and then Jay Z came. He was like, yo, that's, that's Jay Z? I'm like, yeah. He's like, oh, snap, wait till I tell my mom. Oh, that was that, that was that same time. I, I know that story. That's a fact. Bro, that was my first time losing. I was sick, bro. I didn't know how to take a loss, and I was a sore loser. <laughs> dude, that shit was hilarious. Yo, the dude was little as hell, but that nigga was nice. I ain't go for it. He was nice. Yo. That was my first time losing. I was like, yo, I cannot lose, yo. So he, he was beating me bad at first, and I came back. But he ended up beating me at the end. I was sick. But yeah, Jay-Z had the, uh, that was when he pulled out with the, he pulled out with the Rolls Royce, I think. No, nope, Maybach. Maybach. Maybach, yeah. The Maybach. Because I remember the curtains closing in the back. I was like, yo, I got to give me one of them. <laughs> <laughs> yo, that nigga was sitting in front of Chris eating the Icy. So we behind the fence. And Jay in front of the fence, he was like, that's Jay Z sitting in front of us? <laughs> like, yeah, he's like, yo, Brooklyn, crazy. <laughs> Yo, cause, cause, yo, cause you remember he was there with no security guards or nothing. Like he was just, nah, his homeboys. yeah, yeah. That's it. he was just dolo. I was like, yo, and then he had this car just pull up and come pick him up. He was out as soon as I guess it was, I guess that was his cousin that was he was watching. As soon as his cousin was done or whatever, he was just out. I was like, yo, I gotta give me with them whips. That joint was vicious. <laughs> 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 hey, Uncle Uncle Will, you brought up your uh your music though. So we know you're a musical artist. You do some videography and everything. You create logos. When are we going to be seeing some more content of you? Because I know once you went out west to, you know, Cali, you've been having some other businesses. But there's people that's been looking for your work, man. Uh, yeah, I actually got a project that's due to come out any, any time now. The reason sure. that I'm holding back is because I'm shopping it around. I want, I want to get a, a good check for this, for this work. This is like some of my best work. Uh, I put a lot of time and effort. I made all the beats. Um, of course, I wrote all the lyrics, but it's like, this is some futuristic, razor reason lyrics. Everything is calculated. This is called The Bad Guy. This new album is called The Bad Guy. And it's like, it's, it's really, it's something that I think a lot of people can relate to because what happened with me is I feel like I've always been a good guy. And, and what I mean by that is I try to do what's right. You know what I'm saying? I'm a family man and... I'm still a family man. I still try to do what's right. But you man, you're the sucker. I feel like the good guy always get, you know, coming last. I feel like that that holds true because I've been being a good guy all this time. And I, like I said, I still didn't touch the platforms that Hove and Lil Wayne have touched, even though I'm musically talented on high levels. So that's why you're going to hear the Bad Guy album that is going to show another side, a whole different side. And I changed. I'm, I'm not even the same between what so you accepting a villain role now? Nah, I wouldn't even call it a villain role, but you know, I'm not on no Martin Luther King no more. I'm on my Malcolm X. It's gonna be by any means necessary that they're gonna have to get this work. Mm. Wait, who who been, who been told you to stop stop being on that bullshit? Who told you that? Who told you that a long time listen, ago? Listen, listen, you been answer the question. Listen, <laughs> yes or no? Who told, who told you stop being on that bullshit?
bullshit. Who told you that? Listen, listen, you can hear about it in my lyrics. I've been saying Capone told me a long time ago, so you know. All right. You, you know, no, I want nephew. Listen, if it wasn't for me, I know who told you. That's for nephew. We're on a podcast. I want the world to know who told you that bullshit. Hey, so if, if Ben told me, but you know, I, you live and you learn, so I'm done with the. There ain't no more Martin Luther King around here. I'm on my Malcolm X. And I'm gonna get it done. I've been working hard, but it's just that uh, I I would let a lot of shit slide, and I would be I wouldn't say passive aggressive, but a lot of shit I was being mad lenient. But now it's like I'm just going full force, and I, I I can't take no for an answer. You know that nigga Rudy Ray Moore? Um, that nigga just wouldn't take no for an answer. He's not even that talented as me, but that nigga wouldn't take no for an answer, and, and, and he paid he paved the way for a lot of people to. Do what they doing now? Like he became an artist and a multifaceted artist, even though he wasn't even that talented at all. But he just wouldn't take no. So that's the approach I'm going with. Okay, so so nephew, yeah. the, the moral to this story is: listen, fuck that bullshit. It ain't the most talented that make it. Never. Right. That's more exactly. talented. That's why I listen, no, and, and me growing up, and me growing up and seeing like some of the stuff I've seen, I would like see a a dope head on the street and. He's sitting there trying to give me some knowledge and some wisdom. I'm like, shut the fuck up. You, you a fucking dope thing, nigga. So <laughs> a nigga be like, yo, I got two master's degrees. Like, I'm trying to tell you something. I'm like, motherfucker, you ain't got two nickels to rub together. So my, that nigga went upstairs, went in his house, took him off his wall. He had two master's degrees. But and hanging with them crackers, they taught him what drugs were. They started him off on pills, and then he went to... Um, liquor, and then he went to dope. Mm. When he couldn't get the pills, the dope was cheaper, and he was a dope fiend. He's like, yo, Capone, I used to have big money, cars, house. I lost it fucking with these drugs. Yeah. So the moral of the story is, yo, enjoy life, do what you do. Like he said, you don't got to take no for answer, and just because you're the best don't mean you're going to make it. No, yeah. that's that don't that's, mean that's shit. If you that, that, the the that was the reason why I said that, though, is because I, I was trying to rely on the faith that on the fact that I am more talented than everybody that was doing it. Of course, I was still, um, you know, applying pressure, but it wasn't as. It was like I would fall back sometimes. I wouldn't be as consistent. Like Rudy Ray Moore would not take no for an answer. Like if you say no, he's gonna go to the next and the next and the next. But like you know how you invest your money and then you might flop. You need to just keep going. If you're trying to make this shit work, you gotta just keep going. But it seemed like I kind of fell back some. But like. This is why the album didn't drop yet because I'm not even going. I'm not even going to drop it until I get that bag I want. Like, and I'm going to get the bag I want. So that's why the project is already ready. I'm just, I'm just waiting on the bag. But I'm, I'm going at the bag too aggressively. I'm trying to shop it around. I got um, other projects that I'm doing with other artists. I'm doing features with artists. So that's that's how you that's how you get it popping. So when, when you say you want it bad, like. I don't want none of my black brothers, especially my family members, to say that dumb shit. You know how many niggas sucked the dick for a fucking deal? You know how many niggas took it in the ass for a fucking deal? <laughs> a deal don't mean that to me. I, don't, I stay broke for the rest of my life. I don't want it that bad. It's all right. Hey, so like, yeah. And getting that that I am now, I, I, I learned a valuable lesson. And I never went to jail for a long period of time. But it, it don't take rocket science to know that ain't the spot for me. Yeah. Yeah, I always I told somebody I told somebody in my uh one of my episodes the other day, I was like, I'm a pretty boy. I was like, I can't go to no jail. That ain't for me. <laughs> but nephew, I, I'm, I'm, don't get it twisted. So I'm not saying I'm I am i am not gonna go to jail or I wouldn't go to jail. But it has to be a good reason 
for me to go. I'm not going to jail for no stupid shit. That's yeah, so yeah, exactly. I didn't have a hard time in jail, nephew. Nephew, I'm not going to tell you it's the worst thing in the world, because it's not. I'm not going to tell you I had a hard time. I didn't get, had a, I never even had a, a real fight in jail. Yeah. Like, I was smooth. Everything was good. I ate good. Commissary fat. I had my jewelry on. Everything was, like, only thing was no bad bitches. That fat fucking, um... <laughs> um, security guards, and I could have fucked some of them, but I don't like that bitch. Them bitches don't do nothing for me. You, you was in Rikers? That ain't it for me. Yeah, I was in Rikers. So, what I'm trying to, the point I'm trying to get across is, it's the small things in life that mean the most. So, yeah. me being here with my son and my kids and being able to spend time with, like, you know, here with you, yeah. you know, here with Will, nigga, that mean more than me than all the money I ever had in my life. And I had a lot of money. I mean, a lot of money. I'm in a lot of money. Yeah. Hey, like so you said, Uncle Will, you said you was going to that Malcolm X. So that kind of reminded me of that little, that hustler's ambition. 50 Cent says America got a thing for that gangster shit. Not to say that Malcolm X is gangster, but he's known as the, you know, the fighter out of the two. But then Uncle Al, you talking about you, right. you were giving him this advice before. So why have y'all never worked out like a management management type deal amongst each other to kind of lead you guys down the right track and things like that if you've already telling him and giving this give, giving him this advice? So what it, what it is is nephew. So I used to manage a few groups when, when I was younger, but you got to understand like an artist an artist is like a crazy individual and they into their shit. And yeah. they want to do shit they way, but you got to, so you got to let them fly. You know what I'm saying? Uh, artists, like, I don't care what kind of artist, if you're a drawing artist, if yeah. you're a dancer, if you're a painter, if you're a sculptor, like, you got to let them fly. So, like, let's say, let's say you make it, nephew, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you big already, but you already have a brand and you already know, like, it's nobody stopping you. So I can't tell you what's hot for you. Yeah. Only you can tell you what's hot for you. Now, once you made it to a certain level, like your uncle, like I don't trust these n niggas to um, hold me down and manage me. Then I'll come in. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. So even Will, Will has his own image and and thought set on what he needs and what he wanted to. Yeah. So you gotta understand in New York for you to get on, on the, in the music industry in New York, you gotta know somebody or fuck somebody or suck some. Like it's hard. Like niggas in New York are haters. So yeah. in the South, they don't hate as much. So if you was in Atlanta, Atlanta, you can get on even easier. But them niggas homos too. <laughs> I, I, I spoke to him a while back and I told him to try to reach out to um, Baby because he's from North Carolina and try to, you know what I'm saying, plug in with him because he might throw him in just because they're from North Carolina together. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, yo, I'm from I'm from North Carolina too. I'm struggling. I'm trying to get in. Yo, let me open up for you just, just one time and, and, and see what it is or something. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. you got to find find your little niche. Because, like, I've never been a dick rider. I hung yeah. with Puff. I hung with um, Mary J. Blige. I hung with Beyonce. I'm not a dick rider, though. Like, I'm not, uh, uh no, I ain't one of them. Uh, what's up? What's, you know, yeah. I never play myself. I'm from Brooklyn. Yeah. And, and coming from Brooklyn, there's two motherfuckers that could come through Brooklyn and niggas would go crazy. No, three. So... Michael Jordan, Michael Jackson, or Kobe Bryant. Nobody else is dick riding, nobody else. Nobody from Brooklyn ain't dick riding. I don't care who the fuck you with. Yeah. Luther Vandals walk down the street with up, Luther. That's it. That's it. So I don't come from the long line of dick riders. So I know a few niggas in the music industry, but like, it still would be hard for me to say something 
to, to get him on. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like Mano, me and Mano was cool. Um, his me and his manager is cool. But like, yo, that game is different. Like, them niggas, them niggas in that music game is some real fucking vultures and sharks. Yeah. Mano, I think like, Mano hit. I think Mano's. I think Mano's girl hit up my my pops, or Mano hit up my pops or something before. But yeah, I think that hate is everywhere though. It's just like people don't want to see people win. No, 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 no. So, no, you. But you gotta understand the New York, New York mentality. So when I would go visit my mother in North Carolina, if I if I had a flat or pulled over the side of the road, anybody that drove by would help me. That's not a New York mentality. No, I'm not talking about that. I'm not talking about that. I'm not talking about that. That's a Southern mentality. I'm talking about in the industry. We're talking about the industry. I'm not talking about Southern mentality. Of course, that. No, that's people. Like, pe- people in general. So the New York mentality is watch everybody. Fuck everybody. That's not a down South mentality. Yeah, it's but... In the ATL. Yeah, but if you... Party, you gonna meet every major nigga. If you went ATL though, ATL, ATL, ATL is kind of clickish. So it could be any city though, because you could go to you could go to New York, and if you got a certain, listen, listen, bro, dad, can I talk? Listen, you could go to, you could go to, you know, my family's from New York too, my mother and father, my mother's your sister, so you could go to my pops has been squares. What? (laughs) Chill, bro. They're square. Chill. They don't go to the club. They just Wait, the club. chill. Right, they don't do none of that. They swear. Chill, you wildin', you wildin'. But, so, you could go to, do you know who who friends my father has, bro? Oh, no, I do know who he got. Come on, man. Yes, but listen, you, I got square friends, too. You bugging right now. So, uh, but wait, I got square you gotta have so look. So look, look, look. That's not that's not even my point. That's not even my point. My point was so Diddy, Diddy, you got people like Diddy, Diddy, or these other people that are from New York. If you hanging around certain people, you're gonna meet certain people around different blocks that are gonna be in positions. You can't get that down here. I'm in Virginia. I don't know nobody that's gonna be able to put me in a position to be able to excel in a radio position like I would if I was growing up in the block in New York. Atlanta, Atlanta's kind of clickish. So Atlanta's kind of clickish. So if you're not in that clique, you may not even make it within that same grounds of the city and proximity that you would have in Brooklyn or anywhere else in New York because you're in an environment where it has a lot more people. So whereas here, it's more spread out. So you may not know the same people and have the same connections that you would in the city. So you know I know Puff and I hang out with Puff, right? I know people that do that too. That's that's in New York. But down here, you're not going to get that. No, no, so wait. Wait, wait, I still can't get nobody on. Wait, you know me and little Kim? I used to be in Kim's house every day after school. Every single, I raised little Kim. Yeah, but. My brother used to fuck bitches on his bed and his father's bed every day. Yeah, but you just. And I still can't do nothing for nobody. But you're not, but you're not. Kim called me her brother. Yeah, but you're not riding though. Didn't you just say that? You said you're not riding, so you're not asking them to do it. So if you don't extend no, that no, olive branch, like if yeah, yeah, but look, 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 I know if I did, I know them. I, now Biggie, Biggie would extend an olive branch, but Biggie wasn't real hood. But look, if you're not riding or you're not asking, like that's not your, that's not your forte. You're not going to be riding to get somebody else on, right? 
So somebody else may be riding that way to try to get somebody on, but that's not how we, that's not the cloth that we come from. So if, if Lil' Kim or Junior Mafia or these people are not going, you know, extend the olive branch, then it's like, all right, you got to get it out the mud yourself, right? Because they're not going to extend the olive branch. And that's, and that's not, that's against our motto to just ask for it. So if they're not going to extend it, and you know you... No. No, nephew, what, 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 the, the, that's not the point I was trying to make about the olive branch. So what, I'm, what I was trying to explain to you is not that they wouldn't. They can't. They're nobody in power. They don't. So you got to understand an artist is a prostitute. They make no money. The record mm-hmm. company makes the money. The managers make the money. The producers make money. So when, when um, what's his name? What's the white guy name? That, that rap, what's his name? Eminem? It's a Eminem? The greatest white, huh? Eminem. Eminem made more money off a 50s album than he did off his own album. Yeah, because that, that 50 album is hard. That 50 album hard, that's why. because no, he signed them. Yeah. No, it's not because his record, his record is better than... Production. He did production on 50 albums. He learned how to be part of the money making, right? So Kim can't give me no deal. Junior Mafia couldn't get... I had, I had more than them. The only interviews at my house. I own my own house. They didn't own no houses. They're not in power. What you're saying is true. That's what another, I'm going to tell you. Another good example is like, another good example is the rapper Rocco from ATL. That nigga didn't make that much money with his own career, but he signed Future, and that's why he's able to still ball out. Right. That, future, so what I'm trying to tell you, these people were not in power to do anything for me. They wasn't no better than me. Okay, so if you, you say... Because you see, so that's you, what I'm trying to say. They're prostitutes. So you see them on TV, but they don't make no money. You, well, they're famous. Yeah, they're if you're saying rich. that... Yeah, if you're saying that, I just thought you meant, like, to put them in the spotlight to be in the position. If you're saying that, yeah, because no, they were... Like friends. When yeah. I say friends... Why would I ask them to do something that I know they can't do? Yeah, yeah. I see. I thought you meant that just putting them in, putting you or whoever else in the position. If you're saying that, yeah, that's because they were taking record deals. That's why Jay Z saying, "I lie, Lauren Hill, don't take these record deals." But these people at those at those times weren't going independent. But now the artists know right. the stakes, and now they're going independent. No, so in Atlanta, it's a lot of independent. It's a lot of owners that are black. So yeah. It's either- Yo, Gucci man, Gucci man own his own shit. He own the rights to all this shit. They're not like these dumbass New York niggas who go get a record deal and stuff. Yeah. All right, my fault. I thought you meant like just put. Yeah, my fault. I thought you just meant like, so like putting somebody in the position to where like putting their name in the door. Yeah, putting their name in. So that's what I'm saying. Like some people get a false. A false reading of oh well they're on they're not on so when I used to rap I used to rap like when I was younger like maybe like eighteen nineteen so I met Ice T we did a, we did a show and Ice T was like man y'all niggas in the shit y'all join this popping yo y'all gonna y'all gonna make it so I'm like yo son put us on yeah he said yo I ain't on myself I'm sitting here in the same place you at. <laughs> Hey, we lost Uncle Will. So, Uncle Al, man, I never told you this, but I never, like, made this public or known because I was, like, young and, you know, family could be quick to jump on you if you say something that's abnormal. But I was always infatuated with the way that every time I see you, 
you'd always be with a, you know, a new shorty, a different shorty. I was a pimp. <laughs> you, so, wait, wait, so you said was, so you don't live that life no more? No, right, like, right now, I'm playing daddy daycare, so it's hard to be a pimp and play daddy daycare. <laughs> so, like, I was thankful... I was thankfully was raised in like a two-parent household, of course. Like my dad taught me like the game a little bit, but I always saw you as like the pimp. And I always told my closest friends, I was like, I don't see myself getting married. Like I told my pops that too. He was like, oh, you're just young. I was like, yeah, but nah, I don't think it's that. Like I don't see myself getting married. I always wanted this lifestyle, but like for you, like how did this lifestyle develop for you? Well, I was raised up around a bunch of pimps and husbands. So it was easy. <laughs> so I, I, I'm like you. So like a moth is drawn to a flame. When I seen that, listen, nice clothes, <laughs> nice cars, pretty women, don't go to work, sound like my type of plan. <laughs> that was easy. It, it, it wasn't hard for me. But seriously, the, the way I, I, I started pimping, so... I always been a hustler. I, I grew up a hustler, yeah. like forever. I, I always thought I was smarter than the average dude, and I'm gonna get over and I'm gonna play. I'm gonna play everybody out, and I'm gonna eat. Yeah. And I always did. So I always considered myself a very handsome young man. I, it never was a reason for me to ever like go to a strip club or pay a woman for some sex, cause I'm I'm me. Who? Why would I ever do some shit like that? Yeah. So in my travels. I met a young lady who was very pretty. And I met her at a skating rink yeah. in New Jersey. It's called a rink. So Brooklyn guys would go up there to meet rich girls. So the girls from T-Neck, from Inglewood, no, from Inglewood Cliffs. You ever heard of that? Yeah. So Inglewood Cliffs is a rich part of New Jersey where right now only probably like Jay-Z got a house there and Chris Rock. Those are probably the only two black people. Yeah. But back in the day, there were more black people up there, like the Osley Brothers and a few other like R&B um, people lived on Inglewood Cliff. So uh -huh. the rich girls would come down to the, that skating rink. So uh -huh. I would go there to meet rich girls. <laughs> I met this girl one day. You know, I played it off. I act like I couldn't skate. So I grabbed her hand. I was like, yo, can you like help me? I don't want to fall. So I started talking to her. And then she realized, like, nigga, you know how to skate. I'm like, yeah, I was just trying to get to know you a little better. So she's a pretty young girl. So I get outside, brand new 5.0 drop top, white on white. So at that time, that was like one of the hottest cars out. Yeah. So she like, no, what you doing? I'm like, I'm going home with you. So she's like, right. So I let my people take my car, and I, I went home with her. So I pull up on them, let them see how I'm rocking. Like, yo, see what I'm doing about the bounce. I go to go to her crib. <laughs> Open the phone. Daddy daycare too. Um, I go to her crib. She live she lived in Inglewood Cliffs, but it's like a, um it's where Big and them used to live. So you gotta put a key card in, they got door, like a guard at the gate, and then it's like condo. Yeah. So we go in there, yo, the the, the bitch condo, she looked like she like 19. The bitch condo is bigger than my whole block. <laughs> the bedroom is like 60 feet from side to side. I'm like, wait, 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 something wrong. So she tells me, she's like, yo, 
this ain't my crib. My sister crib. Her sister is Lillian as WV. Word. Yeah. Oh so, yeah, that's a fact. Yeah, so we get in there, and she's like, "Yo, you know, I'm just house sitting." So me and her get into a little relationship after a while, and I look at her in her, in her pocketbook, and to get something, show me get some money out, and she had a list of how much money she be making, and it said one fifty this day, three hundred this day. 500 this day. I'm like, yo, what? Yo, it's something you want to tell me? So she was like, yo, I'm, I'd rather show you. She took me to the strip club where she worked. I knew nothing about strip club. Yeah. I've never been to a strip club in my life. No reason for me to go to a strip hey, club. Hey, how, how old are you? How old are you at this time? Let's say 26. All right. That's how old I am now. So All right. I the strip club. She like, I go to the strip club. She's like, I want to show you that this is what I do, but it's nothing. This is just how I make money or whatever, whatever. Yeah. You know, I don't like to depend on my sister. I got to make my own money. And this is an easy way for me to make money. She want to show me like, yo, we, I still want you to be with me and this is nothing. I just dance and I make money. Yeah. So I'm like, all right, I'm sitting there. So now she want to make me more comfortable. And she, she's, she's a gully chick. She tell the chicks, listen, when my man come in here, every time he come in here, Y'all better give him $25. For real? Just for coming, just for stepping foot in the building? Just because she, she run them chicks and they better do what she say. Ooh. I'm like, whatever. <laughs> so the, the chicks do it. I'm like, whoa. <laughs> now I'm liking it. You know, I like money. I'm like, wait a minute. I think it's something here to be found. Yeah. So after maybe like the fourth time, I, I, I approached the chicks like, yo, listen. Y'all need to protect her, and y'all need to drive her. I got a car, and I got a big-ass gun. Yeah. Y'all need it. So I'm like, yo, I'm going to charge y'all $100 every night, and I don't pick you up and bring you, because you broke when you get here, but I'll take you home to make sure you get home safe with your friend. Yeah. I have four chicks give me $100 every night. Every night I go there, I get $400. So then I got caught messing with one of the chicks. So Shorty stopped messing with me. That's when I started pimping. Like, yo, you, I, 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 you know, I watched the Mac. I, I read a few Donald Gong books. Like, yo, look, <laughs> if you're giving me 10%, I'm gonna give you 10. You give me 50%, I'm gonna give you 50%. So when a nigga black your eye, I ain't gonna let him black both eyes. I'm black eye, black foot. <laughs> So I started pimping them chicks. Them chicks started bringing me all the money, and I give them what I want them to have. When you saying you real, you you dead pimping? Are you just getting your groove on like some Bill Bellamy, How to Be a Player, or you? <laughs> no money. I didn't say I'm sleeping with the chick. I said I'm getting the money. So listen, I couldn't even believe it. So I called my, I told my mother, yo, listen, these chicks is paying me. I'm making like twelve hundred a week. She didn't believe me. I brought her up there. She sat at the strip club with me. She said, I ain't seen them give you no money yet. I said, wait, just wait a few minutes. We just, they just getting in. When they started bringing me the money, she's like, yo, you dead ass right. These chicks are stupid. <laughs> <laughs> True story. My mother. So when you, when you interview your grandmother, ask her like, yo, Dick Capone, 
take you to the strip club and show you he was he had them bitch chicks working for him. <laughs> I let her see with her own eyes. I don't want you call, call, want her to call me a liar. Listen, I brought her in there, sat her down. She's like, this is nice. Ooh, ooh, oh, what? They clicking off their clothes? Yeah. That's how, that's how we get it. And it was up ever since. Listen, after that, listen, I ain't need to go. To, that was in Harlem. I brought, I brought my show to Brooklyn. Like, yo, listen, I ain't got to come way up here. I, I, I could take it to Brooklyn. So I learned from that platform. So I would I wouldn't let my chicks work on the street. I would put my chicks in clubs. So I I put my chicks in Long Island at the club. Why Long Island? My chicks. Where is it? Where the rich people was at when we was coming up? <laughs> Not Brooklyn, Brooklyn, rich now. We was coming up. The rich people in Long Island. <laughs> I thought the nigga Capone was pimping, and I didn't even know all of that. My mother did tell me these stories, but I thought the nigga was pimping, and I ain't even know none of that shit. I just was like, yo, this nigga is pimping. <laughs> Gotta be. Gotta be. No, nephew, I, I, I grew up with the analogy that broke, fresh. but get broke. So if you hang with some broke people, you're going to be broke. You hang with some people, some money. You ain't gonna be broke tomorrow. Yeah, that's what they say. And they say, well, they, yeah, they, that's what they say. They say you never hang around the. If you're hanging around rich people, you should always be the dumbest person. They they say so. You or you know, if you're the brokest, you should always be the bro, you know the brokest. You'll be able to change that mentality. So you'll end up getting some knowledge or end up getting some money. Not, so not 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 just your mentality. It's called the trickle down theory. So. Yeah. Let's say the rich guy's like, damn, um, I just bought two new houses. You know what? Give Capone that house. Damn, I just, I just had to buy my daughter a new car because she ain't want this one. It's only two years old. You know what? Get out to Capone. He the brokest one in the crew. He need it. <laughs> <laughs> so you was getting I'm not using the summer house this I'm not using the summer house this this, this year. We going we going to um Europe for the for the summer. Capone, you wanna use the summer house? Yeah. No, what he's saying is true in that regard and in regard of, uh, say for instance, I might be onto some money. I'm gonna call you like, yo, I know you know what you mean. 100% yo, before I got a big business deal going down, I trust you. I need you to oversee it for me. No problem. And, oh no, we gonna pay you though. You gonna get like 160,000. Okay, thanks. Yeah. Hey, so. Trickle down effect. Now, if you got a bunch of broke friends, you the rich one, who they call it? I'm in jail, my brother needs bail money, and I owe three grand. <laughs> Bruh, I got kids. I know you said you got daddy daycare now. Are you still living this lifestyle now? Are you still doing these things or have you graduated from this? First of all, it's a lifestyle. So you don't graduate. I'm not. I'm not. You don't leave it. But what I, what I do is I don't want to push that on my kids. So I wouldn't want him to make up his mind that that's what he want to do at a young age. So I don't show that to him. So if he gravitates that lifestyle, he has to do it on his own. He's not going to do it because he's seen me do it. So I don't show that to him. Word. So you don't... So he, only knows, I, he only knows one one girl that I, I mess with. He don't be around a whole bunch of chicks. No, none of that. So if, if he wants to gravitate to that type of life, he has to do that on his own. So now we're... So I'm, now, not, I'm not going to show... Now that we're in COVID... I'm going to show that to him. 
now that we in COVID and things like that, you don't have people coming through the house that he can see these things anymore then. I, I never did. I, first of all, I'm a very private person. I don't like people in my house. So if a chick comes to my house, I, I must really like I don't let I don't put people in my in my in my own house. Women or men, nobody. Actually, in this house, I've been here seven years. I can actually say maybe seven people came in. And out of the seven, three were God. Yeah. I don't like I don't like girls to come to my crib either. I actually learned that from uh how to be a player. I don't let like a girl that I'm messing with, I don't like I don't allow girls to come to my crib. Just because of no, that because of that and because I know a couple men, they they would bring they would be messing with multiple women, right? And they would bring the girls to their crib. And so at that in that state, the girl feels like she has an open invitation to come to their crib whenever they feel like it or whenever they please. When one girl's leaving, another girl coming in or while another girl's there, now you see what, you know, the dude's the dude is messing with multiple women. And now they get the down effect, the girls, down spiral effect. Girls don't even care if they don't care if you mess with multiple women. Actually, they, they like it. They like competition. But they they know the rules and still be like mad. So girls know I'm single. I mess with other women. But if they see me with another chick, they get they get mad. Yes. Yeah, exactly. So what what would you say? What would you say? Now you pretty much you private, but you pretty much an open book with it, right? You mentioned you've mentioned these wild stories before and privately. What would you say is the funniest story that you got while you chasing somebody or going after a girl? I never chased women. Never had to. Look, yo, when you look at your uncle at fifty-two <laughs> years old, bro, you know how old my girlfriend is. How old is she? My, my girlfriend is 25 with no kids. She got a full-time job and she go to school full-time. Straight A student. <laughs> Where, See, that's that pimpin' I'm talking about. Yeah. <laughs> you the sugar daddy for it? You the sugar daddy. Huh? What the? <laughs> what, 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 what. First of all, that, that's, that's from your, your, your side of the family. That's called the square. I don't spend yeah, no money on it. Hold on, Capone. Let me clear that up for you right now. Yeah, thank, thank you. Thank you, buddy. Because I'm a spectator from the outside looking in. He makes my house with him. Yo, that nigga Capone not only never spent the dime, we could be doing whatever. He like, yeah, make sure my little brother get one too. A leather jacket and pair of sneakers too. Yeah, all that. Let me get that. <laughs> that nigga don't spend no money. Yo, Justin. Justin used to get so much clothes and stuff. I used to tell chicks that was my son. Yo, anything he wanted. You could get it. For real? I used to have, I used to have your sister call girls, cause you know she's an actor. Yeah. Find the phone, say I, I'm in jail. Tell them we need some money. <laughs> need bail. <laughs> Man. So my mom was down with that, doing stuff like that. What? <laughs> nah, cause. When she be telling me stories, look. When she be telling me stories, she be making it seem like you was, you know, you was just out doing these things, not like she was a part of it. So how you gonna call her a square and she in on what you doing, bro? See that's see see that's that foul stuff no. you want. That's that foul stuff you want. Wait wait wait, listen. <laughs> you you don't know the definition of a square. So I I have square friends. What? How, 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 how many definitions of a square is there, bro? 
No, so listen. Listen. So I have friends that. I guess, but that's. household too so that's just you gravitating to that who grew up in a good house you that's your imagination come on man how, how you grow up so how you get involved in this environment then what 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 lifestyle so, so you gotta understand so wait so I, I know you're looking at how my mother and them live now how Willie and them live, but you gotta understand. I'm not, I was the oldest. I, I'm not talking about. I'm not talking about North Carolina. High school ball. Nobody was coming to my games. I didn't have none of that. I never had that life. So Nobody this is came up to school. This is before. This, this is before Pacific uh, Pacific Street. No, on Pacific Street. We we didn't always own that house on Pacific Street. We was in an apartment on Pacific Street first. Oh, if you say so. I had to babysit your mother. We made, we didn't have no babysitters. Like. It was me. I had nah, the babysitter. That's bro. That's yeah. Thing, bro. It wasn't none of that. So when, when Tyra started going to school, that's how I learned how to fight. Because she would pop shit and people would bother her. She'd be like, I'm going to get my big brother on you. So then I come. I'm like, oh, shit. Uh, I can't go home and they beat her up because I'm going to get a beating. So I got to fight. I had to learn how to fight. She'd be like, yo, you pull my hair? Don't worry. Three o'clock, my brother get out. We 
gonna fuck you up. These niggas be way bigger than me. Yeah, no, he was definitely the first one. So you may think I grew up in a special life. Listen, I remember all the Pimpson hustlers when I was growing up. <laughs> you was you was really fighting or you was carrying? I don't I don't know you as a fighter. I don't know you as a fighter. I said you was fighting or you was carrying. No, I was too. I'm talking about young. I'm talking about like. So, listen, we can start a whole podcast on this. So you gotta <laughs> understand. When I first went to public school, this is in the ghetto. Yeah. And my mother, she had a pretty good job, and her husband had a pretty good job. He was a plumber, and she was a secretary. I'm coming to school with three piece suits on every day in the hood. Just picture you going to school like that now. Just imagine it, because it's the same thing. Nobody wore it. And this can be <laughs> so imagine how these pictures is out. These pictures are out. These can be verified. And wait, I got the pictures to back it up and prove it. So, like, as time went on, I would tell her, like, yo, nobody wears this to school. I get beat up every day. <laughs> a bow tie, a white shirt, and a three piece suit. Every day. <laughs> So if I was in Catholic school or like a a, a a private school, maybe I could have got away with that shit. Yeah. Not in the hood. Yeah. Hey, Uncle Will, what's some stories you got? Because I know Uncle Al got some crazy stories about, you know, times where he would be out late or whatever. What's, what stories you got? My shit was the exact opposite. My shit was the exact opposite. I guess since he was the first, and then, you know, by the time you have more kids, you do shit differently. I'm the baby son, so by the time I came along, now I'm not wearing no designer shit, no name brand <laughs> shit, no three-piece suit. I got on some fucked up shit, and that's why I'm getting beat up now. I gotta learn how to fight. <laughs> I'm dead at. I'm dead at. Nigga had on skippies with the fucking... Because you know niggas are checking tag. I'm in Bed-Stuy, Brooklyn, and Crown Heights, and Marcy. Like, they check your tag, and then it's only this shit, it's Fugazi shit, it's a wrap. So I had to learn how to fight, learn how to run fast, all kind of shit. No, no, the funniest story I remember about Willie, Willie went to school one day, and I know my mother, she had a nigga dressed bummy, and she go up there dressed bummy too. So the teacher said, what did you do? Like, write down what you did for the summer. So he wrote down like he was at in his pool, and in his hammock, and on the swings in his backyard. Yeah. And the teacher's like, you live around the pool. You ain't got no pool, and you ain't got no swings and no hammock in your backyard. So then my mother came to school, her bummy ass. She's like, <laughs> okay, miss. She's like, nah, we do got a pool. Like, yeah, whatever. So I think he must have brought a picture. I think he brought a picture. And she's like, you live on Pacific Street? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> and she's like, I live in Long Island, and I ain't even got no pool. <laughs> Yo, the teacher would not believe him. She's like, nigga, you ain't got no pool in your backyard. <laughs> she, was, yeah. she was trying to grade you. <laughs> she, was, she was like, she was like that. She did that. Everybody hates Chris. Chris. Yeah. She was like that teacher, and everybody hates Chris. <laughs> and this is what he said, yo. You know me look, and Chris Rock grew up in the same neighborhood. She said, you both to write the truth. You write in fiction. <laughs> Wait, did he get that? He got a F in the paper or something because she didn't believe him? He said he yeah, lied. He don't got there. no food. My mother went up there. <laughs> <laughs> nah, that's crazy. She's... That's that, like Capone said, that would be 
be a whole nother podcast. We got stories days. She said like she said that's crying. She said that's crying heights best style. Ain't no way you got that. <laughs> right. Hey. Hey. Washington Ave. Like. Hey, look. So in the in your in your younger days, Uncle Al, Brooklyn is known like you know you go to Brooklyn, you may get robbed or anything. You got any stores in which you got robbed when you was wearing these designer stuff and stuff like that? No, it, it wasn't even no designer stuff. So I always been. I always been tough on my side anyway, and I ain't scared of nothing. So I never really got robbed too many times, but the one time I did, um, this is when cell phones had just came out. So a lot of people didn't have cell phones. Yeah. But I was one of the few people. You talking about the big cell phone or like the, the little, the little, you talking about the big drone? The, the Motorola Flip. Not the big, I had that one too. I okay. the brick, but I'm talking about at this time it was the Flip. All right. On the Flip, like people, it was that when they go out, Motorola, you talking about? Yeah. Yes. So when when they go out, you go to your people and they hit it again, and it's good for like three months or six months, depending on whatever. So yeah. at this time, I'm arguing with my girl. I'm on my block, and I got all my jewelry on, everything. I'm on my bike. I'm talking to this chick like, yo, duh, duh. so the phone cut off. So I go to the payphone on the corner of Atlantic and Washington. Yeah. So. I'm on the phone arguing with this chick, arguing with her, arguing with her, over oh, some other chick. And these niggas, they, I'm, I'm seeing them coming. There's a big dude and a little dude, and I see them. So they're like pushing the bike. I thought they must have stolen the bike or whatever. So they, they run up on me like, yo, give me that bike. Like, you don't get the fuck out of here. I smack the shit out of both of y'all motherfuckers. Y'all don't know me. Like, I'm trying not to make it look like a robbery. I'm like, yo, what? Who the fuck you talking to? So the other dude pulled out a nine. So this is when the Glocks first came out. Like, I only seen a Glock on TV. I never seen a Glock in person. Yeah. That nigga had a Glock. I said, oh, shit. <laughs> that shit is official. <laughs> so the nigga like, took my bike, and he gave me his bike. So I, I, I figured out his bike was broke, and I guess they must have robbed somebody. So they took they took my bike. And the, guy, the other dude was like, yo, take his chain. Take his chain. But they had on, like... Eric B and Rakim jewelry, they had on mad shit. And the other dude was like, yo, we don't want that piece of shit. He good. And them niggas just bounced on me. And I'm cursing that bitch out. See, you got me robbed. You fucking bitch. Say, I'm arguing with you on the phone. Man. That was the only Damn. time I got robbed. They called you slacking, yo. That's why you don't be on your phone outside in public like that. No, see, talking to some chick. Fuck them tricks. I should love that bitch. That's why you don't be on your phone like that. You gotta be, you gotta pay attention to your surroundings. No, no, no. The moral of the story is, is, is senseless for you to argue with a, with a. <laughs> you're not gonna win. So why argue? Like, you know what? You gonna say what you wanna say, and if she's still talking, know what you're right. Yeah, true. You're right. Hey, Uncle Will, you got any stories? There's a way for your time. You know, they say you may not make it out of Brooklyn with what you got. You got any stories with what you were robbed? No, never, I ain't never had no stories like that. Because when I used to dibble and dabble, I just, niggas just knew what it was. His story is different because this was like a random situation where somebody just caught him with his guard down. But I never had no situation like that in the neighborhood I was in. Because like I said, I cut hair. So I used to be leaving the barbershop with pockets full of money. 
But niggas knew, like, oh, nah, this nigga, he, not only do he have it, but he will use that shit. Like, nah, I, I don't think I want to try my luck today and, and, <laughs> and leave here dead. Like, hell. He said try my luck today. <laughs> in Brooklyn, I already had a reputation. And Marky had a reputation. Nobody's going to fuck with Willie. You talking about Marcus? Right. Yeah. He got a rep already, so no, nobody ain't. Willie ain't had to worry about nothing. Tyree had to worry about nothing. What, uh, you know, Mark, Mark is known as like the chill dude, the peacemaker. Like he, he like the opposite. No, that's the. That's not true. That's not. That's what I know him as. That, listen, that nigga was. That listen, nigga was harder than the problem. They called Marky like, yo, come with me. Listen, that nigga was tougher than me, nephew. I'm, I, I keep it a hundred. For real. <laughs> that nigga was tougher yeah. than me. Yeah. For real. Yo, for real. So he he mm-hmm. he was on go all the time. All the time. He need to be. For like real. He's the nicest person in the world. But don't 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 act up. Yeah, that's that's what I that's Listen, what I. Man, you the club. We used to fight like cats and dogs, man. We used to always get at it all the time. Yeah, that's what I know him as. The, that's my little cousin. I know him as the chiller dude. He he was bigger than you though, though right? Hell no, he was way smaller than me. Oh. I thought he was a little bit bigger than you. Hell no, I'm way bigger than him. But people liked him. Nobody liked me. <laughs> <laughs> so they knew he got mad. They knew it was I'm serious. Fuck everybody they knew. They no, knew. They knew. Know I fuck everybody but they knew if they knew if Marcus got mad, they knew it was something serious. Everybody liked him. Ain't no ain't no joke. But like. I have beef in and Marky projects. So I call him. When he got there, they know him. They all the dudes like yo, yo Marky. Like yo, they like yo. Um, you always trying to save somebody. You know what I'm saying? That ain't your cousin. Everybody your cousin. Like yo, listen. Whoever think he's not my cousin, step out, give him a fair one, and he'll show you. Like ain't no punk. Y'all ain't gonna jump him, but. He wanna shoot y'all niggas. I'm trying to help y'all. And whoever <laughs> wants to go out in the middle and he'll give you a fair one. He's like, yo, that's my blood cousin, and ain't nobody doing nothing to him. But if y'all think it's a problem, step out and give him a fair one. There's <laughs> many stories like that, kid. Many stories. Yo, kid. I, I I could honestly say he saved my life maybe three times. Three times. For real? Three times he said that room. Like they was trying, they was trying. I was, I was caught up in the middle of some shit, and it's just me, and it wasn't no way out. And I call him, he come get me out, he come hold me down. Yes, sir. And yo, I'm talking about that nigga jump right in front of a bullet and all that. Cause it was times I even was like, yo, this nigga crazy. This nigga chose to do. You got to shoot both of us. And the nigga was like, what? Even I was like that, like what? <laughs> hey, look, what's some advice that you would give to this this younger generation trying to live this this pimp lifestyle now because you got these these dudes now they're getting caught up or they got girls fighting over them or fighting each other or damaging their stuff you know scratching their cars or whatever that's not pimping that's not pimping that's not so you gotta know i know you probably never read a donald Gorn's book or never even watched um the mac 
So if, if you graduated college, so you can, it's easier to break it down. So there's a freshman, there's a sophomore, and there's seniors in the pimp game. So a player is a freshman. A Mac is a sophomore. And a pimp is a senior. What, so, if, what advice you would give them, though? Don't lose his players. Like, niggas, bitches fighting up. A, a, a pimp ain't got no bitches fighting. <laughs> right. They all in check. They in check. They all in check, yeah. Wait, he don't even got them to keep them in check. My bottom bitch gonna keep them bitches in check. Keep them in check. I don't gotta keep no bitch. Yeah. I'm not even getting my hands dirty. My bottom bitch will wear that bitch the fuck out. And that's a different type of pimping too. That's gorilla pimping when you gotta do it yourself. Yeah, but what? No, no, what? That's a Mac. So, so a Mac don't really have his bitch in check all the way. So Mac is trying to get the pimping. Pimping, first of all, the worst thing a bitch could do is leave me. Bitch want to be on my team. My bitches is telling other bitches, you need to be on our team. Y'all bullshit. Right. <laughs> Y'all working right. too hard and too much. Y'all, you need right. to get on my team. My team is popping. We don't stand on no corners. My bitch gonna be cold. <laughs> we ain't fucking with no broke ass niggas. What advice you would give them though? Like how they get from their status to where they messing up to how they get to your level? Uh, well, I, I gotta tell you, nephew, because I know you're young, so you know some of the old sayings y'all don't get it. Y'all, y'all heard it, but y'all don't get it. The game is to be sold, not told. <laughs> Why would I give you the, the the knowledge to be a millionaire for free? <laughs> now, I'm not saying when I say you, I mean the public. Now, my nephew, if you wanted to go in that game, that's not no regular individual. It's a million dollar industry. Why don't we get that shit away from me? Because <laughs> these dudes need help out here, man. They struggling. They better suck on their mama titty then. You don't get this game for free. Not for free. Hey, Uncle Will, why you think these dudes is like trying to be in this game, trying to be players? Because you know, our ethnicity, we're taught and kind of branded to have, you know, more than one girl, right? But why do you think these people struggle to be able to control their girls? You know what? You asked him That's the wrong question. question. You don't control his. You gotta come back to Uncle. So what you gotta understand is... <laughs> But you gotta understand it. Girl, well, I can't control. No, no, no. See, it, it's a, it takes a certain mentality to be a pimp. <laughs> so, like, Will got a heart. I ain't got nothing. Give a fuck about my kids. Give a fuck about my family. I don't give a fuck about no hoe. No, see, you gotta have a certain mentality to, to, to do this shit right. Just the average nigga just can't go. Like, he see the bitch crying and she be like, oh, I know what, you ain't got work. Like, bitch, yeah, you still gotta work. <laughs> no, some niggas fall up, but you ain't got to go out there no more. You know, the, the, listen, the game don't stop. Like, bitch ain't pregnant in her face. Bitch, punch that bitch in the face. <laughs> <laughs> How many jumps you had on your team at one time? What's the most? The, the most? most yeah. The most was six. I had six. And you know what my baby mother used to tell them bitches? 
she was pregnant with um, Jalen, and she was telling bitches, go out there and just listen to Capone. Y'all gonna make a lot of money. Don't even worry about it. I see y'all when y'all get back. Word. I'm still a player then. I ain't a back or a pimp yet. He said, I'm still a player then. <laughs> he's a player. What is a player? You a player too, nephew. You, you ain't ready yet. Nah. <laughs> I, I think, I would say, Uncle Will, you a lover though. No, he play a little bit. A little bit. He play a little bit. I ain't trying to be. No. Go ahead. He play a little bit. What he play a little bit? Yeah, he fall in love. Yeah. He play a little bit. He just fall in love, yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, I just, yeah, I just try to stay private. That's why I just, nobody don't know. I'm, I'm out here, you know, doing my thing. Hey, Uncle Al, once this joint kick off, I'm going to pass you. I don't know. That's real hard. I'm going to pass you. I'm going to have more than six. <laughs> you can't control them. That's easy. Yeah, will you be pimping? That's- Yo, listen. Listen, so you think it's easy? No. <laughs> just imagine. First of all, just a, how many girlfriends have you had? Girlfriends? Yeah. What do you consider? What are you considering a girlfriend now? Don't do it. Don't do it. Somebody you've been with for over six months. Oh no, I don't do that long. I don't do that long. Over six months, maybe like five. Yeah. Over six months, maybe like five. Okay. But okay, now how many of them are them five? That can you control? Let's see. Let me see. At least three of them for sure. All right. Now, now we go. Now the map is getting lower. How many? How many of that three can you control at the same time in the same room? I don't know. I never tried that. <laughs> That's what I'm trying to tell you. It's hard. So you got to understand. It's six young ladies who all think they the shit and all want your attention. So it's not, it is hard, but first of all, you gotta be up front and a true type of nigga, but I do that. My no, no, I'm not talking about, I'm not talking about girlfriend. I'm talking about in the pimping game. I'm talking about like, I got three girls that I'm their daddy, and they all looking to me for everything. Advice, right, right. money, right. like right. affection, right. everything. They looking for me for everything. These are young ladies yeah. that have daddy issues. They looking for me to be yeah. a daddy. If you bring it in the bread, though, it don't matter what you tell them. They're going to be, they going to be for it. No, no, that's not true either. True. Yes, yes, it is, bro. Wait, let, let me teach you a trick. So, I don't give no chicks no money, but they fuck with niggas. No, I didn't, no, I didn't say give them money. I said if you bring in them money, if you got money, they're going to be down for whatever because you got bread. They got the bread. They give me the money. I don't got nothing. They bought, they bought me that truck. That green truck with the ramps and the TV, they bought that. The chips pocket. They buy all that. I didn't buy nothing. Yeah, but no, I'm saying, I'm saying if you have money, like you have money coming in, right? I'm not talking about from them. If you just got bread, them six girls gonna be around you anyway because you got bread. No, but I'm trying to tell you nephew. You don't need you don't need bread, you don't need nothing. You need a certain state of mind. That's all you need. So when I went to my mother's house and she had them cars out there, my shorty said, yo, why you got all these cars? Why you don't give Capone one? She said, I don't give nobody shit. He could buy one. She said, yo, pick which one you want, babe. I'm going to pay for it. Am I lying, Willie? That's facts. I was just about to say, pimping. But listen, Capone, before that, nigga, you was pimping and you had a huffy, nigga, and you was pimping, nigga. <laughs> right. No, that's what I'm trying to tell him. It's a state of mind. You don't need no money. You just need the right state of mind. No 
Yeah. <laughs> right? Well, if you got, fact, if you got money, why would you be a pimp? You don't need to be a pimp. You need to be broke, right? So you can have goals to set. Like, you know what? I don't want to be broke no more. I'm going to be on this shit for real. Yo, I used to fall asleep sometimes, go into another bitch crib, fucking, and wake up late to go get these bitches from the club to get my money. <laughs> I wake up late. Where y'all bitches at? Y'all in the cab? Yo, stop on Atlantic and Mother Gas. I'm a beat it. <laughs> so that's what I'm asking. That's what that's what I'm asking. What's the funniest? What's the funniest story that you got that you could give me? I need this. I need a. I need a funny story. Shit, when it comes to money, ain't nothing funny, especially when you're losing it. Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> the funniest story is Marcus' mother. When I when I met, her, I was pimping already, and her I, her roommate she moved out her her roommate crib and moved in with me, and the roommate told her mother that I was pimping her. <laughs> so we went to dinner one day, and the mother asked me. She was like, can I ask you something? And she a foreigner. So in a foreigner's voice, she's like, can I ask that? Like what? Are you pimping my daughter? So, you know, my face lit up. And I'm a truthful guy, I tell you. But I'm looking at her because I don't know what she want me to say. <laughs> I looked at Hannah like, yo, what you want me to say? So she was like, no, he ain't pimping me. Now I was going to tell her like, I'm a pimp, but I ain't pimping her. But if that's what you want to know, yes, I'm a pimp. But I ain't. I don't want to blow her up. I let her take the um the wheel. Let her say what the fuck she want to say. I don't know. <laughs> that shit was crazy. My mother came out the clear blue sky. Are you pimping my daughter? I was like, <laughs> where you get that from? What you you wasn't expecting that? <laughs> no, like we all having a nice dinner. We sitting there. The whole like her whole family is there. Her sister, her brother, her father, but her mother is more outspoken. I yeah. Told her to that. I would have told her like, uh, yeah, I'm a pimp, but I don't pimp your daughter. I'm like, yeah, okay. <laughs> right. What's what's the cons? Now, there's pros and cons to everything. What's the cons of this lifestyle? Cause you know you're not married or whatever. What's the cons of this lifestyle? That you're not married. <laughs> That's the only con. Uh. Listen, it ain't that many pros to being married, my nigga. So that's not. A- Wait, <laughs> just imagine. Just, just I don't. Everybody can't live this life, that lifestyle, and I'm probably one of them people. So this, like, I like Oreo cookies, but I like oatmeal cookies, and I like Chip Ahoy's too. And when I want some Chip Ahoy's, I want to go get some Chip Ahoy's. If you marry, you only get Oreos, nigga. You stuck with fucking Oreos. Unless your wife bout it, bout it, and she, you know. So ne- no, so when I was younger, they didn't have these poly whatever relationships and shit. I wish they did. I'd have yeah. been popping. Yeah. So do you? What's the chances of you meeting a chick that's gonna introduce you to other chicks? Like, I got chicks like that now. But I didn't have it like back then. No, they I'm was talking about one that's. I'm talking about one that's just your chick, like your wife. She live at home with you. You don't be forming no relationships with these other bitches because they just be all the time. She just be bringing a new one, like. Yeah, I like this girl. Let's fuck her. So, no, I, I had chicks that would say that. And I'm, I'm like, yo, you know, I'm in a threesome, this and that, when I first met them. And then, like, a month down the line, because, you know, I never brought it up. I bring it up like, yo, you, that's when I met you. You said we could. I never said that. Bitch, that's why I fucked with you, because you said you, we, could, we could get it in. Right. We could bring another girl. <laughs> but when a bitch is falling in love, 
Do you? No lie, yo. I was having a threesome with these bitches one time, and I look. I'm, I'm looking in the chick eyes, and she kicked the other chick off. Like, yo, nah, man, this shit is kind of. You trying to? You trying to? I'm, I'm feeling this shit right now. No, listen. I, 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 I ain't gonna say the name because y'all know her. So I had a threesome with this chick, and she brought her best friend. Cause everybody, I, I was trying to bring. I guess they was bad, and she felt away. So she brought. I said, well, you bring somebody. She brought her best friend. I kissed her best friend because she was get, she was ODing, like wanted to D more than the other one and was like being stingy. So the other the friend started kissing me. Yo, she called me for three days about that shit. Oh, you ain't have to kiss her. What else I was gonna do with her? <laughs> you keep riding the shit out of me. She couldn't get none. Like, what else could I do? <laughs> Two or three years, so I'm like, damn, I hope I can hang out with these chicks. You know, they young and, 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 and bigger. Yeah, I wore their asses out. <laughs> right <with me. laughs> like, no, they ain't ready. So you said you said regular. You were you were sober with it? Yeah, I was sober. Listen, they, they, they I was come from Long Island, catch wreck, nigga. They they was too. They was too. Oh, then they was really for it then. Cause nah, you know. I'm thinking. You know, I was a little older at that time. Not this old, but I'm like, yo, like these chicks is like half my age. You know what I'm saying? I'm thinking like, damn. And it's two of them, and the other one I know, she's a nympho, so she gonna go. She wanna go all night anyway. So like her and a friend, I'm like, damn. I hope I can hang out with two young bad chicks. Man, I wore their asses up. Man, we ain't go to, we ain't go out to eat no nothing. We staying out all night catching rain. Cause you know, girls, a lot of girls, you know, a lot of girls, at least even when you were in college, they be like, nah, I like I want it, but like I gotta be I gotta be drunk or I gotta be high in order to do that or whatever. They come up with don't, don't believe that, nephew. So <laughs> what what that is is an excuse. So they use the liquor as an excuse. So let's say the yeah. wanna fuck you oh, up. Exactly. Oh, like, you be like, yo, you fuck me on the first night. I was drunk. Yeah. Wasn't that right. drunk. Yeah, exactly. I had two drinks. And you was next. But then use it as an excuse. So you got to listen, you want an excuse, babe? All right. You smoke a little bit, drink a little bit. All right. Yeah, you got an excuse. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> listen, drunk don't make you do shit. So me, none of us are going to fucking let a nigga stick his finger in our butt because we drunk. <laughs> right, we can't right. do it. Yeah. Bitch is doing something. That, that they want to do. Yeah, exactly. That's what That's what I, I say like, all the I time. Stand the but I'm drunk, so I fuck them. No. Yeah. Because you wanted to fuck. It just gives you the confidence to do what you already wanted to do. Exactly. So if a fat bitch in the room and she thinks she's getting on me, bitch, when I'm drunk, I'm going to really curse you out, bitch. Get your fat funky ass the <laughs> fuck away from me. I don't fuck no fat bitch. Stop playing. Wait, you never you never hit a, a BBW or a thick size joint? No, nephew. No, nephew. Why? Them bitches give me a reptile dysfunction. My dick don't get hard for them bitches. <laughs> Now I've hit I've hit a a plus size drum. No, but listen, I, I don't know what it is. That is maybe it's just me. I don't know if everybody else got that problem. If a bitch is not attracted to me, my dick ain't getting on. But look, I'm not. I don't even like like big joints like BBWs or plus size like that. But plus, 
My dick won't even get hard. Like, I got some big business with money, but my dick won't get hard. My dick won't get hard for them ugly bitches. Now, you bring me a bad little young bitch? That's all night. fortunate. More big bitches for me. How about that? All night. You give me a bad young bitch? That bitch gonna get the business. She gonna be like, nigga, you took a pill or something? Why she can't be a bad young big bitch? Yeah, why? What? I don't like big bitches. What if what if that's all you got, bro? Big bitches for me. What if that's all you could pull? When I was in, when I was in jail, I didn't fuck with none of them big bitches. They was on some big bitch CEOs. They they was trying to be on me. I ain't fuck with them bitches. <laughs> so you was just taking L's, bro? <laughs> I ain't taking no L. Listen, I like my dick. I don't stick my shit in any old shit. My dick is bougie. <laughs> I can't do the I can't do the bad feet. The girl got but I can't I can't mess with a shorty that got ugly feet, got an ugly walk, or got an ugly belly button. I can't mess with them three. Them them off limits off top. Even saggy titties, mommy and my mother, bitch. If your titty sag, don't take the bra. All the big not that I ever don't take the bra. Perky titties, take the bra. And they have beautiful faces. Could you mess with a joint that got like plastic surgery or got her joint fixed? This is North Carolina, you know what I'm saying. You like, like them joints? I didn't pay for it. I don't give a fuck. You like them joints? No. What? Plastic surgery? Yeah, if a girl if a girl get her 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 titties done, her butt done, or any any plastic surgery, anything, you mess with that? Would I fuck her? Yeah. Would I give her a kid? No. Cause my kid gonna be ugly. Nigga, <laughs> when I get around that, that's when I get erectile dysfunction. Is when she got all that work done. I'd rather fuck a big bitch. But you don't know sometimes. My homegirl got her shit done. My, yo, my homegirl got her shit done. My stomach had crazy stretch marks and was like black. Like she brown skin, but her stomach was black. When she finished that surgery, titty standing up perfect, no fucking stretch marks on her stomach, crazy fat. I said, wow, wow. But like, I'm gonna say that's something else. I'm in a light skin chick, so she wasn't my speed, but her body looked crazy to me. Was that joint like OD fat though? Uh, no, she wasn't fat, but her, like her, I wouldn't fuck up with them stretch marks. That's nasty. No, no, no. I'm saying like, no, I'm saying like when she got her butt done, was that joint OD fat? Like it was, like it was fat. No, not perfect. No, perfect. Yeah, so like, like that. I ain't gonna front. Like, if a girl got too fat of a butt, I'm gonna ask you. Like, is that joint fat? Like, I gotta know. No, I, no. So I, you probably never met Carla, but um, Willie did. Carla got fat ass, Willie. Fatty, bro. And that shit ain't fake, nigga. But I know, but I'm saying I'm still asking, like, I, I'm not I'm not gonna mess with the joint if I, if I know that joint fake. I can't do that. Yo, and all the girls think her shit is fake. So when that bitch come in the room, yo, she used to stop traffic, son. The music cut off. <laughs> Your mother know you going you ain't even gonna hit the skins cause you asking her if I ask fake. <laughs> you might not hit the joint. 
After you ask us an ass fake, she might not. Yes, you might not want to get that. Nah, you just got to be smooth about it. I'm already, girls already know me as being a blunt person. I already speak my mind, so she already know what's up. <laughs> Oh yeah, so, so you like your uncle. So either they hate me or they love me. It ain't no in between. I don't got no yeah, in between. I ain't no front. I ain't no, yeah, that's how that's how I am. They either love me or they hate me. Because I'm I'm uh, I'm blunt. Like I don't hide what I when I say. So if I'm gonna say it, I'm gonna say it. But look, I, I can't hold myself around you. Huh? You said what? I can't hold what you That bitch be mad at me. Yeah. Now, during these times right now, especially COVID right now. Like, I know, Uncle Al, you said you got daddy daycare going on and things like that right now. You, like, you got your kid in the crib right now. But how important is it for, like, these social medias, these Zooms, these FaceTimes now? Because now, you know, y'all have kids, but y'all not living with the, you know, all the mothers of your kids or whatever. So how important is it now with these times with, you know, being able to still see a kid during these times? I don't give a fuck. I can make a phone call. I don't need no Zoom. <laughs> You don't be trying to. You don't. You don't be missing your kid and have to see their face or nothing. Cause now you can't go out. You can't travel like that no more. Yes, I can. You so you still. I'm not. I'm not scared of Corona. So you still going to? You still going to Maryland or whatever or Delaware and you know still pulling up? Yeah, why not? Oh, you bugging. (laughs) Uncle Will, what about you? Right now, the trip. Nah, no, right now. Right now. Right, right, right now. He is. I don't live with my kids, and I can't just make a phone call, so it is good because we'd be using, uh, you know, like Facebook Messenger, just so I can talk to him and see him live every day. You know what I mean? Yeah. See, he on the strip right now because it was his birthday, but there's a time where he wasn't with his kids, so you know that's a. Oh no, he taking full advantage of that. Oh no doubt. Yeah, you know, Uncle Will, you know, separated, and then you, you know, Uncle Al, you, you know, still the pimp or whatever. Yeah, you know. So, my my philosophy is different than everybody else. So, I like to raise my kids to a point where they know, once I know that you know that I'm 100% in your corner and here for you, I don't mind if you venture off, you know what I'm saying? If you call me, if Marcus call me tomorrow, nigga, I'm shooting down there. But whatever, I don't care what it is. Once my kids, I know that you know, like I give you space to grow. Like I know down there it's better for him than living in Newark, New Jersey. That nigga live in a rich neighborhood with rich chicks, better school, you know what I'm saying? It's better for him. But I let him know, if you need me, your father is always here. Same thing for John Wayne. Now yeah. Dylan, I still got raising to do. He only four. I, I ain't put, you know what I'm saying, the skills in him to, the, for, for me to know that he know right from wrong, good from bad and know that he got a nigga like me in his corner. So when he gets to that point, like, if he want to, like, stay with his mother, I don't mind. It's not a big deal. Yeah, yeah. Because y'all ain't got to that point. It was at a point, like, yo, because he lived with me till he was, like, six. And he was like, yo, my mother need me. I want to live with my mother. I'm like, I don't mind. It's, it's, it's all good. Oh, then he started going back and forth? No, then he stayed with his mother. He was only living with me from from four to six. For real? So why would so when I would come when I'm when I'm with you, when I'm coming to your crib, he was only there because I was there. Yeah. Oh, where, where, where? I don't know what happened to Uncle. I mean, Uncle Will. He, I don't know if he dipped or what. I had a strip. He probably got I I got another question for both of y'all. Want to hear about this? You know this trade that just happened. 
So I'm going to switch gears to basketball. That's crazy. That's crazy, son. <laughs> Yo. Because. That's, that's almost true. Yeah, because now Brooklyn lit right now. I saw, I was telling somebody, I was like, yo, so I said to one of my friends, too, I said, if all my family members sell their house up there, they millionaires now because the market going crazy. <laughs> yo, listen, like, okay, I, I, I was following the Nets just because they're in Brooklyn, but my team is the Warriors. But when they got Kyrie, I'm like, okay, I'm going to go to a few Nets games. Then when they got motherfucking Harden, I'm like, wait, 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 that's cheap. You can't have three, three all-stars. They have an all-star, three superstars. Yo. Wait, three tickets that can get 40 every night. Yo, you saw KD had 40 today, and uh, KD had 40, and James Harden had a triple-double. Yo. But that's cheap. How you think they're going to mesh together, though? Because all three of them carry the ball or dribble the ball probably top five in the league, top five, top ten in the league. And there's only one basketball. But it doesn't matter. Like, yo, first of all, you got to understand. So the reason people like to play with Steph is Steph is. We're not talking about Steph. We're not talking about Steph. We're talking about KD. No, no. no, So I'm going to get over to them. So the reason people like to play with Steph is they like to triple team Steph and double team Steph. Mm -hmm. Because he deserves it. So if I'm playing with you and I'm good, I'm gonna be better. Cause they can't double team both of us. So now we're gonna switch over to the Nets. You can't double team nobody, it don't matter. Three people, is one of them is open and they don't have to be open. They can, so imagine how much they gonna score and they open all the time. Yeah, but basketball is a team sport. It's not an individual sport such as boxing, golf or whatever. So- No, it is a team sport when you, when you got Lames. It's a different when Dr. J Judy, uh, is playing uh, Michael Jordan and Maddie Johnson. They got something different. Yeah, that's but I'm totally like I'm talking regular teams. Yes, not when you got three superstars, not all stars, superstars. Yeah, so two of them don't know how to play off ball. They know how to play. It don't matter. So it don't, wait, that do matter. They couldn't get away with playing off ball if they get the ball. Nobody's doubling them. Nobody can hold them niggas one-on-one. It don't matter where they get it. They superstars. Even if they only make a layup. So if you hold somebody at the three-point line, one of them niggas under the basket. Yeah, but they're all known to get theirs. So they're not going to... I don't see James Harden and Kyrie Irving being satisfied with not being able to score or do whatever they want to do with the ball 90% of the time. So you, you, you thinking... Um, the other way. So just think of this. So wait, I'm on a team, right? And I can't play that good. I, I, I got a good jump shot. No, I got a set shot. But I got those dudes playing. If the reek, I'm, I'm not passing none on the ball. Y'all better get a reek. Y'all nice already. I shoot every time I come down the court. So who, who are you? Durant is down there. Wait, James Harden is under the basket. Durant is under the basket. And Kyrie Irving. I'm shooting with three all day. So what about this? One of y'all niggas grab the reek and we still got the basket. So what? That's not going to get their team that far, though. Are you crap? Listen, nobody's beating them. Bro, if they keep doing that 24-7, somebody on that wait, team... Did they, wait, did they win? Wait, I didn't see the game. Did they win that game? Yeah, but I think so. But Kyrie Irving's not playing. And they only play... Okay, wait, without even Kyrie Irving... They don't... Listen, all of them don't even have... 
to be on the floor at all times. Yo, they got a ridiculous team. You think three stars not going to play on the team? You think three stars is not going to play on the, on the court at the same time? They, uh, no, I'm saying they are. So just imagine, right, whatever the ball is in their hands, it's magic. Bro, that's three egos that they got. Now, I, I granted KD, KD and James Harden played together before, but James Harden wasn't an MVP player and a scoring champion at that time. He was a sixth man coming okay. off the bench. Wait, wait, I'm the coach, and there's three of them playing at the same time, right? Yeah. Uh, Kyrie, when you score, I want Durant to make the next back. Durant, when you score, give the, and we're going to keep it flowing like that. That's it. That's it. <laughs> that ain't offense. <laughs> Listen, that, that is the offense. When it, Listen, first of all, the coach could be me. I ain't, I don't know shit. Yo, after you score, give it to what you're going to score, and, and we're going to keep it running like that. That's it. I don't think you realize that when you have... I don't think you realize that when you have more egos and more all-stars on the team, that's harder to coach than without all-stars because you're you're projected to do good because you have these superstars on the team. So if you have butt players on the team, you're not already you're you're anticipated to be a bad team. This team is championship or bust right now. And no, it's championship. So let, let's do this. Wait, let's do this. So you remember when Kobe and Shaq played together, right? That's two people, and that's two different things. Wait, 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 wait listen. What did, what did Kobe tell Shaq about giving him the ball? Yo, so Kobe told him they to get the together. ball off the rebound. He told him to get the ball off the right. rebound. I'm not giving you the ball. Right, I'm not giving you the ball. Because Shaq didn't work hard for it was his, was his reasoning. Right? Mm-hmm. But... None of Shaq needs somebody to give him the ball in order to produce. Kyrie, Kevin Durant, and James Harden don't need somebody to get them the ball to produce. They all want the ball in their hand to produce because they're all ball dominant players. They don't play the same game Shaq played. They're ball handlers. So, so okay, you you play soccer or baseball and I'm the best pitcher ever but I got a fucked up attitude do you want me on your team or not I'm the best pitcher in the world do you want me on your team or not that depends on the person because you got people that T.O. T.O. was arguably the best receiver when he was out there they didn't want him on the team because of his attitude or Chad Johnson or whoever else you got because they don't want to win <laughs> if you want to win the best. You got all right. James, look, James Harden didn't go there for nothing. Look, want to ring. Look, we Giants fans, right? We got rid of Odell Beckham. We got rid of Odell Beckham because he a headache in the locker room. He the, he one of the best receivers in the league. That all that stuff, stuff is business. That's not emotion. I'm talking like emotion. Like James Harden could get more money. It comes to a point he want a ring. He wants a ring. They're gonna get a ring, bro. You think they get in the ring? You so you think you think they beat Who do you think they're going up against? You think they taking it against LeBron? Yeah, I think they're gonna beat the Lakers, yeah. I don't know about that, huh? Yo, where you been, man? Look, so I mentioned I brought up to Uncle L this James Harden trade, right? Can you hear me? 
this man on the strip, he having too much fun. But look, so... And <laughs> you say he's scared of corona. He ain't scared of no damn corona. No, I didn't say he was scared. I didn't say he was scared. I said, how is it different? Because now he can't, like, you know, people can't travel and stuff like that. Like, he drove from Cali to to Vegas. So I was saying, how how is it different? Because you got kids now. You're not living in, like, the same household as your kid, you know, because you're not with the same woman or whatever. So how is that different? But look, I... That, that part is hard. Yeah, that's, that's what I was asking. No, but he don't got his chicken check either. Sometimes he can't see his son because she don't feel like it. <laughs> Cause she don't feel like it. I ain't go front. You said a story like that too, though. No, but I go to court. So the reason my son could be here, cause I don't play that shit. I go to court, nigga. <laughs> I'm in court now, for full custody. Listen, I don't play with a kind of my kids, not even a little. Like I felt my father didn't fight for me. I make sure I fight for mine. Facts, facts, facts. So you you fighting for full custody? When do you receive the verdict of that? I go back to court. Next month on the 25th. Oh, word. Hope you're able to get that full custody. I wanted to get... No, my, my case is really good. My case is looking real good. The judge said he just want to check out a few things. He said, if he think there's any indiscretion, he's going to give me my son. That's a blessing. That's a blessing. So, look, I wanted to get yeah. Uncle Will on here to get his opinion, but I don't know what's going on with Signal right now. He having fun in Vegas. It's his birthday weekend. But, look, <laughs> I think... <laughs> I think he he not it don't look like he doing much though it just look like he out on the block chilling but I I don't know he might have met a little shorty <laughs> I think it's too much egos on this team and too many ball handlers too many ball dominant people where there's only one basketball I know they all cool and friends but I think right now I think it look good on paper but I don't know if they they will be able to win a chip this year this year no so. When you mature, you do different stuff differently. So Kyrie tried to do it on his own, remember? Trash. <laughs> Team ain't like him. Didn't work. Um, Harden tried to do it on his own. Yo, all that shit look nice in the regular season playoffs. He tired. Yeah. Tired. That's what happened to um. That's what happened to um Steph Curry when they won them seventy three games. Got the playoffs. You tired. Well, tired as hell. I, I ain't so, gonna hold you. When, when you mature, you do stuff different. I ain't gonna hold so you. You might think they got egos, but they want to win a chip. Everybody, everybody on that team got something to prove. I ain't gonna hold you. I think I don't think it was that James Harden was tired. He a hooper. I just think he's not. He's not clutch during the playoffs. He just be choking during the playoffs because if you think about it. They brought Dwight Howard in. They didn't get it done. He brought Chris Paul in. Chris Paul got him to game seven. He got hurt. All James Harden had to do was win one game, and he couldn't do it. They would have been in the, I think it would have been the finals because that was the Western Conference against the Warriors. He couldn't do it, right? Then they bring in West, Westbrook. He couldn't get it done then. I think he's just not a clutch player to when it comes to the playoffs, and that's part of the, part of the reason of why he needed to team up with somebody else. But that Kyrie... Uh, comment that you made that's pretty funny too because he left Cleveland because he didn't want to be the Robin to LeBron's Batman and, and he tried that and it didn't work he's like yo I can't, I'm not a good leader yeah he said it himself he's like, yo I'm not built for that yeah I thought that that was pretty ironic because now he's on the team and now it's three of them and now he's probably basically back in the same role no no he's, he's not the leader of the team I know that's what I said he's back in the he's same not, role that's what I said he's back in the same role now no no now he appreciated so, like, if you got a girlfriend and she think, you know what I'm saying, it's hard, you hard, and y'all life is hard, then she goes to the other nigga like, yo, know what? 
I was doing better where the fuck I was at. <laughs> that, that's how life is. Yeah. The grass always was greener on the other side. Yeah. Yeah, so... Be- all my friends all my friends that are millionaires, them niggas are miserable. Being broke is more fun than being rich. Rich people don't know how to live. I'm, I'm not talking about wealthy. Wealthy is different. Yeah. Wealthy means you grew up with that kind of money. Rich means you just acquired it. Meaning, so... Some of you, some of your family is broke. How can you take care of everybody? Yeah, you're not wealthy. You're only rich, and you're trying to stay rich. And to staying rich, that means you can't. You fought it. Get out. No, because you're sticking in my room. Get out. Hey, Uncle Will, you missed it, man. We talking about this, James Harden. Uh, James Harden, KD, and Kyrie trade, and I wanted to know what's your opinion on this? Their championship or bust? Are they winning this championship? Well, see, I was going to say that they were, but it's all politics with sports now. It's not like it used to be back in the day when we could try to, you know, rely on the skills of the athletes. I feel like it's about that money that they bet behind the scenes, honestly. Yeah. That's, if it came down to sheer skill and ability, then I would say, yeah, they wouldn't even chip in Brooklyn. Yeah, it is about that. I was telling my pops the other day, I was like, basketball is a lot of politics. Like, it's the most game that's, like, betted on, and, like, the outcome of the game cannot be judged on the players. It's like the refs and everybody else. Right. You could be the best player and still lose. You could be the best team and still lose. Yeah. That's a fact. But look, Uncle Al thinks that, that Brooklyn are taking it this year now that they teamed up together. I said that there's too many egos, only one basketball. They all are ball-dominant ball players. Oh, no, 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 no. They they, they taking the championship this year. That's so, it. Told you. So, they taking it. Just because he say that don't mean that that's valid. What the, what that mean? <laughs> well, I'm going to tell, tell you why. I'm going to tell you why I think so, though, because... Not only, I mean, I understand that you got all those superstars, but all these superstars hungry for a ring right now. So sometimes you got to sacrifice in order to do that. They all grown men who are willing to compromise, and they all fool each other already. So they're going to do what is necessary. And you know what? They come from championship teams, so they know what it takes to win championships already. All three of these guys got rings already. James Harden don't got no ring. And James Harden, I think, is... James Harden don't got so he gonna do what he gotta do. Yeah, James Harden don't got no ring and he don't come from no championship team. No, but he went. He, he, went, made, he, he made the went, team. He went the distance. He went the distance. He went the distance already, and so now that he didn't taste it, he didn't get it. He know what to do. He know he gotta play a role among uh, other giants. He, they gonna be able to do it. They gonna be able to do it. Uh, and I don't think. I'm not saying like KD's not hungry, but I don't think he's as hungry as you would say James Harden is because KD left, you know, a silver spoon, not, I won't say silver spoon, but he left the easier environment to where the victory to go into the championship was a smooth sailing, leaving the Golden State Warriors. Ego, he know he was the best player on the team, but getting still, they still give Steph the prop. The Steph team, fucking Steph team. Yeah, you the best player on the team, but it's Steph team. I mean, everybody knew he was the best. Everybody knew he was the best player. That's why he got Finals MVP. Yeah, but then when Draymond was like, yo, nigga, we don't need you. He did this before you came. He, that nigga said, yo, that's part of the reason I left. Yes. <laughs> ego. <laughs> e, listen, if my money right, my ego go down. Listen, I ain't, 
My ego ain't bigger than my paper. I need my paper. So are you so are you saying that he has an ego then? Yes, he was mad because he's not the man. He's like, I'm the man, so how I'm not the man. So that's that's I what I, that's what I was saying. That all three of them got egos though. But now, no, listen. So now he evolved. Like, yo, I was in my feelings. That's that's some stupid shit. I'd have had another ring. Now, I, what am I do to get another ring? You I'm jumping size on me, man. And now we got James too. You, they get in the ring. You you ride. You straddling the fence on me. You straddling the fence on me. First you saying he don't got an ego. Now you saying he do got an ego. Now you saying no no no. Listen, I don't. I, you can't tell what you can't tell the future, but you can guess to make the future. So if you know what you did in the past to fuck your shit up, if you do it twice, you the fool. <laughs> you did that in the past to fuck yourself. Why would you do it twice? So if you got divorced from a, a, a crazy dumb bitch, you gonna marry another crazy dumb bitch? Also, you know what else though? They got an opportunity to make history here because there haven't been a chip in New York in a long time and Brooklyn is a new team who never had a chip and they got an opportunity to work it there. So that would be foolish to let your ego stop you from doing that. That would be foolish. And I, I think, think James Harden's only signed for one year. Oh, he is. I was saying, Uncle Will. I was saying to Uncle Al that James Harden and Kyrie don't really know how to work off ball either. Yeah, come on, Legos. Listen, you play. Wait, wait. What position you play, Chris? Point guard. All right. If you got a banging team and they ask you to play power forward. Yeah, I don't. I I wouldn't be able to do it. I don't know how to play off ball. I, all I know is how to play with the ball in my hand. But it don't listen. So. That's, that's what you're thinking in your head. So wait, they're doubling everybody else except you. You're under the basket with nobody holding. You're going to be the man. Look, so you might have averaged 10 points before. You're going to average 15. Look, yeah. So when you're playing off ball, you got to know how to cut. It's more than just being open at certain times. You got to know how to cut. You got to know how to set a back screen so your man will be open. If, he, if his man follows him, trails him. You're going to be able to be open on the reverse. I don't know how to do all that. I just know how to play on ball. So, wait. Why do you think Draymond Green shoots three-pointers? Three Only the Lord know that. He can't shoot the three-pointer for real. But, wait. I'm going to tell you why. Because nobody holds him to shoot a three-point. What you mean? No. When he's out there at the three, nobody's out there with him. He's by himself. That's why he shoots it. And he, be, he missed that drink more than he make it, though. But I'm telling you why he shoots it. That's not his position. That's not even his game. But he does it because nobody's going to hold him up. Yeah, but a smart basketball player, if you know you're not, if you know you're not a deadly three-point shooter, or that's not your game, you take a step in. Why shoot that if they're giving you that? They're giving you him. They're giving him that shot because he can't shoot it. Why shoot that if you know you can't shoot it? So wait. He's shooting that at like a 32 to 35 percent um, clip. Okay, if he make it, it's three points. If, if, if he make the two, it's only two points. And it's probably going to be the same percentage. If he stepped in the line, it's going to be a bigger difference than him stepping back behind the line. I'd rather you shoot the three. No, I'd rather you take a dribble in, get your comfort, then start making it. No. Then if you, if, you, if you hot, then back up and start shooting that joint. Because all he's doing is leaving. That's why... Every game, he's always left open. Until that's the same scenario with Ben Simmons and uh, what's his name, 
uh, Giannis. They're going to leave them open until they can consistently hit that jump shot. That Why do you think Giannis gets sent home every year? Because he can't hit that jump shot. He needs to develop a mid-range jump shot. Once he develops that, they'll open up his game more. He don't have to hit that three. He If he develops a mid-range jump shot, that's the arsenal in the game. If you look at Kobe Bryant, Melo, they want to get the ball in the, in the mid-range area. Dwayne Wade, that's the most lethal part of the game. So if you can at least hit that, that opens up your offense. That's why Giannis gets sent home because he can't even develop develop that or he won't develop that so that, that's not Giannis fault it's the coach it's the coach fault so first of all Giannis is a freaking nature I don't need Giannis to take no fucking junction that's why I he getting sent home that's why he getting sent home get better players that can shoot I don't need Giannis out there grab the read and throw it back in that's it if I throw it to you the whole bang it that's it you ain't never gotta step out that motherfucker with stay at the bottom don't ever come to the top that's that works that works during the regular season but that's why during the playoffs they're able to key in they got more a week to study you and that's why they just leave them open so who you think is more dominant down low him or Shaq Shaq Giannis can do way more shit down low than Shaq Shaq is the most Shaq is the most dominant big man to ever touch the game yeah but he can't put the ball on the floor so if you throw it to him you're bugging he's the dominant one you're bugging you you never seen Orlando Shaq? He would dribble the ball full court. No, he did. That was one time in his whole life. Heck no. <laughs> Heck no. He's not doing it as often as Giannis, but he could do it. And you got the, the only reason Shaq was dominant because most guys that were seven feet back then were doofy. That Shaq wasn't doofy. Shaq could dance. Shaq could do karate. Shaq could do all of that. So now they got a bunch of niggas that seven feet that's not doofy. That's why I like um, all of this. That all of this is besides the point that all Brooklyn needs <laughs> Tony Kukoc and Steve Kerr, and it's all, and it's a wrap. <laughs> they lost. Uh, I think Spencer Dinwiddie done for the year too. Nigga, they got saying is all they need is two more players, <laughs> they, and they gonna win the two. But wait, the the three players they got on their team could score 130 points by themselves. Wait, that's what I'm saying. They only need two more players because you have to have five on the court. This year is different, though. We got coronavirus and you still got injuries. Who's to say that one of them players won't get injured? Man, I don't... I don't. I can't just be sold on this too too early, bro. We haven't even seen... You, you haven't even seen them play together. I don't have to see them play together. I know what they can do individually. That's like that's like the I'm Lakers. About to be the captain in the pickup game. I'm picking the niggas that I know I'm about to smash with. I'm saying they got so, so right. you gotta. I look at it like this. This ain't so pickup. This is the best league in the world. This ain't pickup. No wait. So, but you gotta understand, this ain't football. So in football, when you go to the playoffs, if you lose one game, your ass is out. Nobody's beating them in those seven games. You could kill that shit. Not the Lakers. The, and this ain't pickup, but NBA. The, the Lakers. They they still LeBron still out there, man. Come on now. The problem was oh, that's man last year. It was it was AD. AD got the one of that one in the game. It wasn't no fucking LeBron first. Let's say that first. So, I don't know if you was watching the games, but LeBron made sure that Le- AD carried them to the championship. Oh, he can make sure that AD make those shots. Oh, I didn't know how you do that. Please do that, bro. I'm not saying make the jump shot. What I'm saying is LeBron is a 36-year-old that should have at least seven MVPs, right? 
he's taking a back step because he's an older player. So he's allowing AD to excel. So now once the final comes, who got MVP? Who got finals MVP? Oh, I thought it was LeBron. My fault. I thought LeBron got that. LeBron didn't get that. They, 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 it's, a, it's a lot of dick riders that dick ride LeBron. I don't know why. If that was the case, if that was the case, he would have more MVPs, regular season MVPs. He's clearly the clear-cut MVP every year. So, why he never got a unanimous MVP? I, I think only one person got that. I think only Steph Curry ever got that. So, there... Jason Kidd get it one time? So, there's not like... Not unanimous, no. Nah, yeah, Steph Curry the first. So, there's not... There's like five years... Where James Harden, I mean, excuse me, where LeBron James could have been MVP and they didn't give him MVP. So wait, when Steph Curry didn't get MVP and Iguodala got it, how Iguodala got MVP over Steph? That's Finals MVP, bro. I'm talking regular season MVP. And Iguodala got that MVP because of the defense that he was putting on. On who? He put it on LeBron. Okay, so if Iguodala can hold your ass. How the fuck you need an MVP? <laughs> All right, so in that same finals, though, LeBron took that game more games than it should have been carried, didn't he? When he didn't have Kyrie, he didn't have Kevin Love. He had, who do you have on his team? Name me, name me two other players he had on his team. Who else can you name for me? Ricky Bobby oh. said if you ain't first. Oh, all right. Oh, all right. You got to bring up a Ricky Bobby a Ricky Bobby quote. Oh, all right. What you expect him to do? Wait. What you expect him to do? So, wait. Wait, who Steph got on his team right now? What is Steph doing? Nothing. Uh, I think he's the leader right now in, in points in the NBA. He dropped He dropped one 62-point game against Portland. On a, I think it was my record. I mean, it might have been like a back-to-back. But they're not, their team's not. Is that a record? That team is not striving to do nothing. Wait, is that a record? Wait, they beat Portland. They beat who else? They beat. I don't know. Let me look it up for you. They beat a lot of good teams this year. A lot of good teams. They've only played like ten games, bro. What are you talking about? Okay, and they and, and all top teams. All they back to back. All they back to back. They lost the first one against those teams and won the second. They're 500. They're 6-6, six and six, bro. They're they're not even in the playoff race right now. They're in the 11th spot. So, okay. So, wait. What's um the, the um, Lakers record? They got a two-game losing streak right now. Oh, I said, what is the Lakers record right now? 11-3. Okay. Five-game five game winning streak. They're 7-0 and oh on the road, 9-1 and one at home. Last 10 games. Last 10 games, they're 9-1, 7-0. On the road. Number one in the conference. And you compare and, and you compare wait, wait. No wait. So you saying it's the it's the it's the what? The the first best player in the NBA on that team, and it's like the third best player in the NBA on, on that team. Who does Steph Curry have? It don't matter who Steph Curry got. You brought up Steph Curry saying he doing something. You it's brought up Steph Curry. Curry. You brought up Steph Curry. But it's him by himself. LeBron can't do it by himself. Le, LeBron, LeBron ain't had a bottom team. I could have sworn LeBron took his team. I could have sworn LeBron took his team to the finals in 07 when he ain't had nobody on his team. I could have sworn LeBron brought his team to 11 straight finals. I mean, come on now. You 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 you, you, you talking wait, reckless if you now. Lose 11 straight finals, 
Finals. You 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 talking reckless now? You talking reckless now? He bringing he bringing no names to the finals. He could bring you, me, Uncle Will, and and your son to the finals right now. Fuck is you talking about? No, I would bring us to the final. I don't think it would be LeBron. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't got nothing else. Wait, you don't got the mama mentality. You can shoot but can't dribble. You ain't gonna get us too far. <laughs> no, my handles are right. <laughs> you may get ripped every game. No, no, no. I'm, I'm not gonna get ripped. I'm not gonna get ripped. Yeah, I got, I got point guard. I got, I got point guard. I play shooting guard, bro. My, my handle is good enough not to get ripped. They not. Nobody's taking the ball from me. <laughs> That's all I got for. I ain't going to hold get beat up. That's all. No, no AI over here. That's what I. That's no what AI. I'm. I'm a slasher. That's my game. Uh, when they found me one time, that's it. Okay, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that's all I got for uh, today, though. Y'all want to give you like your social media, anything? I know Uncle Will. I know you got some social media. Yeah, definitely. They can find me easily by just googling Razor Reese. That's Razor. Easy. It's easy. Type that in Google. Go on your social media profiles for Facebook, Instagram, just type Razor Reese. You're going to find me. Well, they can find me on the corner of Grand and Fulton. <laughs> <laughs> funny. All right, man. That's all I got. So go check out my YouTube channel, though. I dropped the most recent video on Meek Mill's quarantine pack. You can search up my YouTube channel at Chris S. Miller's Rent or just hit the link in the description. I'll have it below. Follow my Instagram. My Instagram is Chris period Miller underscore underscore. And my, my Twitter is Chris Miller 05. We out. Later, nephew.